It is the Press Box rolling into hour number two of episode number 291 for Monday, March the 7th it is. Number one of week number 59 inside the Press Box. Mike Grace inside the Breakline Optic Studios. Glad to have you with us on great stations around the state of Alabama, including Mobile Sports Talk 99.5 and our friends at Auburn's WAUD AM 1230. Alongside J.D. Byers down in Mobile and Chris Stewart is in Birmingham. Chris, I thought I would give you the honor as the voice of the last year's SEC regular season champions. You could pass the torch to the voice yeah. of this year's SEC regular season champions. It's the ceremonial passing of the gold microphone. There you go. Yeah, yeah. From, or headset wow. from, uh, from, from 2021 to 2022. Andy Bertram, congratulations, buddy. It, we, we talk about this. Obviously, I'm, I'm not pulling for Auburn. I'm not supposed to. But I can pull for you and Brad and Sonny. So happy for you guys. Congratulations. Really cool to get a chance to, to broadcast an amazing season. It really is. Um, I'm I'm so I'm grateful just just to be in in this position to be able to to work with this this program, work with this athletic department, this school, and I know you feel the same way uh, there in, in in Tuscaloosa and, and JD Donamobile. Um, listen, we're we're along for the ride, and we we play our part in it. But uh, when when you get the opportunity, Chris, like you did last year. Uh, with with Alabama and, and have been a part of, of many championships and it's 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 just fun you, you know you, you you try to enjoy it as much as you possibly can while doing the, your job at the best of your ability. I didn't know there was a a, a, a trophy that goes in this. Uh, just send it to the house if you would, please. I, I'd appreciate well, that. I, I, you know it's too cumbersome to to take on the plane to Tampa and I don't. It's a very nice one with it. There you go. <laughs> It's like a uh, holy grail. The uh, but you know Billy Donovan, when he was at Florida, uh, the years of Arkansas dominance, Kentucky historically for decades. Uh, Andy, it's just nice that back to back years, uh, the focus on SEC basketball is in the state of Alabama. Yeah, that's that's got to rub some folks the wrong way around this league. You know it, uh, because this this state is known for for football, not for basketball. That's changing. That should be changing now. And um, the, the, these last two teams that, that have won it, you know, they, they've won it convincingly. And and now Auburn will try to do what, what Alabama did a year ago, and that's win the double-double, you know, win the SEC championship and the SEC tournament championship uh, outside of Arkansas probably for a couple years and, and Kentucky. That's not done very often, and it's a very, very tough thing to do. Uh, ask South Carolina on the women's side today how tough it is to pull off that double-double. And, and Auburn will try to do that starting Friday morning. Andy, J.D. brought up the football aspect. And in, in, as you said, that's what our state is known for. But how much of a balm or a salve has this basketball season been for Auburn people on the heels of what all has transpired over the last several months from a football perspective? Well, and for a while, the, the, the football news kind of took away from what was an incredibly special basketball season. Seems like that has has um, taken care of itself now. They're moving forward with the new staff and getting ready for spring practice. Had a chance to, to talk with the new coaches uh, in, in interviews that we're going to be airing on our Talking Tigers podcast and on social media as well. 
excited about this new staff and, and what they're going to do. I'm, I'm glad that part of, of this chapter is over and they're moving forward. And for, you know, for a couple of weeks, it took away from, from what was an incredibly special basketball season. Yeah. But this school has rallied. This athletic department has rallied around this team. Saturday was a special day. I, I listen, when I got to Auburn back in 1988, I was fortunate enough to be a part of two straight Final Four teams with Auburn women's basketball. And, and a couple of things I learned, and I've passed this along to you, Chris, and I talked to Rod about this in, 19, in 2019. Learn to enjoy the process. Learn to enjoy it while it's going on. Don't wait till afterward to look back on a special season. And I, I, I tried to impress upon that to Rod in that run to the Final Four in 2019. I, and Chris, you and I have talked about it as well. And I don't, know, I don't know exactly what that is or how you do it, but try to enjoy all of it. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the trip. Enjoy those press conferences. Enjoy that time together with your crew. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing that with, with this team right now. I'm glad you are because um, it is special, and that's, that's the part of it. Uh, I was looking back on some pictures uh, from – when we had the version of what you guys got to celebrate at your place just the other day. And my daughter is a student at Alabama and works in the basketball office and getting to, to celebrate with her, uh, get, I, I love the picture of you and your bride on the, on the court, uh, after the game confetti still falling and, and you got a chance to be there with her because the spouses, um, don't get to be with us for that ride very much. And I'm so glad that you got to enjoy that with her. Well, she insists on it now. I mean, she, she wants to be a part of it uh, as, as much as she can. And I, I sent her a text. I was on the floor doing the post-game interviews, and I could see her where she was sitting. She was sitting with Paul Ellen's wife. And Paul right now is filling in. Uh, in Brad Law's role as Brad has moved over to baseball. And I yeah. said, you need to get down here. We need to get some pictures. And she said, I don't know if I can. I said, just tell them who you are. They'll let you on the floor. And yeah. so she did. And she was down there. And it's the, we'll, we'll have those pictures forever. We'll have those memories forever. And um, that's it's, it's very, very special. The team itself is very, very special, obviously. Um, getting the ball in Jabari Smith's hands so important. Uh, look, you, the reason you won the title is you've got a great team. But I, I said it earlier in the show, said it several times, he, he, your best player has to play well for even a great team to to achieve what they need to. And it looks like Jabari is handling the moment and the ride extremely well. He's the best freshman that Auburn's ever had, period. And, guys, he's turned in one of the greatest seasons in Auburn history, regardless of class. What he has done down the stretch is remarkable for anyone, but especially remarkable for a, a freshman. In the last five games coming into Saturday, which included road games at Tennessee and Mississippi State, he was averaging 25.6 points and 7.6 rebounds in the toughest part of the season, in the most important part of the season. And at one point, you know, he had 128 points in, the, in five games leading into Saturday. That hadn't been done by any Auburn player 
since 2014. And he's, he's just, he's everything you would want for a guy that, that came in with as much fanfare as he did as a recruit. And he has, he has exceeded, I think, Auburn's expectations in his one year at Auburn because he's gone. We know that. He's a lottery pick. He may be the number one overall pick. But he, he continues to take the big shots. He continues to get sometimes double and triple teamed and take and make big shots. And, and the rest of this team forms around him. And for a true freshman to be in that role is unique. And for this team, this is a unique team, too, because there are so many newcomers. Uh, you know, we, we, all, we all lament the transfer portal, but this team has taken advantage of the transfer portal. And there are four or five guys on this team that play incredibly important minutes that were not on this team a year ago. One of those is a guy like Jabari Smith as a true freshman. But take a look at Katie Johnson and Wendell Green Jr. and Walker Kessler and Wendell and 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 others that that and and then Zep Jasper that weren't a part of this team last year, and they have formed a very good team. And then there's guys like Devin Cambridge and Jalen Williams that that were starters a year ago and are coming off the bench now. Uh, and in this day and age of the transfer portal, I think that's unusual. Andy Bertram is the voice of the Auburn Tigers, and uh, I w- you brought up two parts of a question I wanted to take you to, and it kind of sets it up well now, because one and done is not new. Transfer portal chaos is, but as you go into arenas, and Auburn uh, has this, but the ones who are successful, considering the last three or four years of the Bruce Pearl era on the Plains, when you walk into arenas and you see jerseys up top in the rafters, who do you see perhaps with during Bruce Pearl's tenure who could potentially have a jersey or a number or recognition in the rafters, or is that almost going away because of <laughs> one and done transfer portal? Who sticks around? Who plays four or five years and leaves a lasting impression on a program anywhere in America? Yeah, you, you may have to change the rules for those retired <laughs> numbers that that go up, or those numbers that I don't, I don't. They're not really retired here at Auburn, but they're recognized. Yeah, and all of those guys that are up there now are guys that 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 played three or four years at Auburn and and graduated from Auburn. Typically, that's that's the, at, at Auburn anyway. Typically, that's one of the criteria is that you actually graduated from Auburn to have your your name um, recognized. Well, I mean, listen, Jabari Smith's going to turn in one of the great seasons of all time at Auburn, and it may be you know down the road if that that criteria stays um for for jabari to be recognized or maybe you just change a rule but i that's a that's a really good question jd i hadn't thought of it from from that perspective uh, there will be some guys that, that will be here that you know that that may not want to uh may not have the the fanfare to be a one and done like a jabari smith or a one and done in two years like a walker kessler and the chances that that he's back next year are are, are dwindling uh, as this season goes along because his name is now being mentioned pretty prominently as a first round pick, um, and and I'm not sure there are guys on this team that will be in that, and unless 
a guy like a Jalen Williams or a Devin Cambridge or, or an Alan Flanagan come back and have a, a spectacular senior year and are part of another championship. That's the one thing about this, this era of Auburn basketball, and it's the best era ever at Auburn. I mean, you know, you've got a Final Four in there. You've got three SEC championships, two from the regular season and one from the, the, the tournament. Uh, you know, these are these are unprecedented highs for, for this Auburn program. And now that, that Bruce Pearl is locked up for life, you know, that Auburn's hoping that, that this continues now. But that I, I, I don't know if I have a specific answer for you, but here's the one thing in, in, the, in the, the transfer portal era is when I sit down to do my spotting boards and it's any sport now. How many times instead of the high school that you have for that player, you're putting the last college that he played for. It's almost like in the pros, you know, you know, he's a second year pro out of Auburn, a second year pro out of South Alabama, second year pro out of Alabama. That's what those guys must feel like, because that's what we're doing now much more than we have before. (laughs) You used the word era a couple of times in talking about that. It, It reminded me our era, the question used to be, is the kid going to go pro or is he going to play in the Olympics first? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that was the big question. If you had played four years, because everybody played four years, but if it happened to fall during an Olympic year, oh, is he going to is he gonna play for the Olympic team or is he going to go pro? Well, now the pros are eligible. Half of them don't want to play in the Olympics. And college kids, the great ones, are not staying more than one year, and it's perfectly understandable why they don't. You're crazy if you don't take the money and go. Well, and now especially that you 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 know that you have to at least play one year of college ball. Right. Uh, all right. Everything changes, and yeah. as we get older, some of this stuff you don't like, but we're we're not going back. I don't think. Do you? No, gosh, uh, on, no. on the transfer portal, no. we're not going back on NIL. That that's done. Yeah. We we better learn to to live with it. We better learn to enjoy it. We better learn to to work with it. And and the good schools are doing that right now. Uh, whether whether the fans like it or not, <laughs> you don't have a choice at this point. Uh, I've heard you a number of times this year. I did not get to hear any of Saturday's game. How many times did you say Auburn Arena instead of Neville Arena? Uh, one time I caught myself in the middle of it, and instead of Auburn Arena, it was Auburn's Neville Arena. Nice, nice, nice. kick, save, and a beauty. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 listen, what what those folks, what Bill and Connie Neville have done is is remarkable in in their do, in their donation to Auburn basketball, and they're there for every home game, sitting on the baseline. They sit down there right next to the the opposing bench, and uh, man, they are into it. And they are they are great ambassadors for this program. I have no trouble at all. Uh, I applaud them for what they have done for this program because what they have done for this program, and it, I, I think it's a small thing for Auburn to do just to put their name on that arena. But they're gonna they, what they and others have done now are gonna allow Auburn to wrap up you know Bruce Pearl for the rest of his career. They are going to allow Auburn to build a, a practice facility solely for men's basketball, which means women will have a practice facility of their own as well. Um, it's been a long time. I mean, you know, 
we're coming up on a decade of, of what was Auburn Arena with no naming rights. So um, yeah. I and 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 they they do great work uh, with Auburn. And what's interesting is that neither one are Auburn graduates. Uh, I think Bill's father is an Auburn graduate. They grew up in he grew up in Eufaula, uh, but uh, they are certainly Auburn people now. And um, and we'll all we'll all get used to saying Neville Arena moving forward. Congratulations again. Uh, I'm happy you got an opportunity to do that because I know how special it is and uh, look forward to seeing you in Tampa. Maybe we'll get a cup of coffee while we're down there. I hope so. Anyway, I do too, guys. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, It's a special, it's a special time. And, and, and now it's, and, and for me, it's my first time to call an SEC tournament game because two years ago, Everything shut down before Auburn played at the SEC tournament in in Nashville. Oh, wow! And then Auburn didn't get you know Auburn didn't go to the SEC tournament last year. So I'm looking forward to to those games in Tampa. Indeed. I hope awesome. I hope Auburn's playing on Sunday. <laughs> Look forward to seeing you, buddy. Thank you again, guys. For take time. care, Love thank you. Want to talk to the guys? Hit them up at the contact page online at pressboxradio.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook. And Instagram at Pressbox Radio One. That's Pressbox Radio and the number one. That's how you can earn access to the Pressbox.